we'll pour one of these and we'll just kind of get recorded. Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Damn. Here, pass it over here, man. Let me show you how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like the liquor guy. <laughs> yeah, that one got in there. There you go. Got it. And we primed it for you. I had a lot, well, I had, I had a lot of experience doing this. You know, so we primed it for you. <laughs> I'll do the honors. Please search your bottle. I'll never open another man's bottle. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or thebourbonconcierge.com. And you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 a cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. And they're off for another Give 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 0002703. Welcome back to another episode of the Bourbon Pursuit Podcast. My name is Kenny, and we got Ryan here today as well. And we've also uh, got a great guest today. But before we get to this, we want to talk about a bottle we just opened because uh, we're, we're actually doing this in my house today, live on site. Yeah, live on site, and it's one of those one of those rare occasions where we get to do it here, and we get to open up a, a new bottle that I've had sitting in the basement that's been. I don't know, I guess burning a hole in my pocket. So today we are opening up a Van Winkle Rye uh, 13 year, and this is the uh, the 2015 release from it. And thank you for opening that. And and I think you've shown everyone on the social media world your bar. So I got to see it in person finally. And uh, it's that's the more impressive thing is your bar. Well, it was... Uh, <laughs> It didn't come cheap. It didn't come cheap. But I, I can imagine. It was one of those things that uh, I was definitely very, uh, very happy to have. You know, once you start looking at other people's collections and you start looking at all the ways that they have bourbon stored or they're, they're showcasing or anything like that, you kind of get all these ideas. So it was about a year and a half of just collecting ideas to try to figure out how this is going to work. And then 
I finally got to actually commission an artist, literally commissioned an artist to build everything down there for me. So it's all who was the artist. So there's a there's actually a great place here on Market Street downtown called Revelry Gallery. Uh, It's on Market Street and they go and they have all kinds of like uniquely Kentucky gifts, uniquely Louisville stuff. And in the very back left corner, there's a lot of bourbon barrel art. And my mother-in-law made the drastic decision to buy me something from my basement, even when we hadn't started remodeling the basement yet. And it was this kind of like sphere, this globe that was made out of bourbon barrel rings. And she gave it to me for Christmas and I was like, oh, that's great. But this thing's like four feet tall. This isn't going to fit in my basement. <laughs> so uh, so we ended up taking it back and talking to them and saying, you know, can we talk to the artist? Because we think we we, get a, we need to get a billiards lamp made. And I think this would be really cool. And then we started talking to him and he's like, oh, I can make you everything. So we got uh, the bar. We had the Open shelves. up your checkbook. Oh, yeah. I can make anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so asking you shall receive. But. So well, it looks great. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It is most impressive. <laughs> there we go. So we got a little chime in from Ray. So I guess it's a good time to introduce our guest. So today on the show, we have Ray Perryman. Ray is the spirits manager at the liquor barn at the Springhurst location here in Louisville. So Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. So I guess uh, first, let's kind of talk about you, know, you for a second, right? Mm-hmm. So I've talked to you before. I know you're a pretty big beer guy mm-hmm. and kind of talk about, I mean, do you like the brown water as well? I do. I do. I'm actually a, a big bourbon geek as well. And uh, I share all of us bourbon hounds passion for uh, chasing those rare bottles. And so thank you very much again for opening the the Pappy Rye. That was delicious. I'm always, that's probably one of my favorite ones out of the whole lineup. So thanks a million for opening that because it's a I know how it is to, to camp out in front of the stores and everything. I've been there. I've done that. You set that so. shit up for us. That's right. That's right. That's right. So now it's it's now it's really neat kind of seeing it from the other side of things. So uh, no, it's you been, have all the leverage. That's right. All the leverage and all the power. So, but with that comes a great deal of responsibility, and I take that very seriously to take care of my customers and, and our guests and the fellow bourbon enthusiasts coming out to see us because. Without them, then there's no need for me. So believe me, I'm very thankful for all the bourbon enthusiasts as well for the passion and the energy. And I'm very proud of my state. You know, I'm I'm homegrown. I'm from Louisville, and uh, I'm very very proud of my state and my city. And uh, I love the bourbon boom right now. I love the attention it brings to our state and our culture and our heritage. And it's a wonderful thing. So I I just look for that to keep going. And uh, I'm anxious to see how the next couple of years unfold as far as this whole entire bourbon boom and the way it's going to affect our local industry as well as our state industry. In yeah, it's, it's definitely going to continue to grow. But before we get to there and start talking about it, kind of tell us how did you get into bourbon to begin with? Is it just because you grew up around Louisville, Kentucky, and you were just you know basically around it and surrounded by it like a lot of us? Or did you uh, maybe, at least for me, you know, we're in a fraternity and you got forced to drink it, right? And <laughs> oh, you yeah. Just, you kind of just, just started liking it from there. No, I. Uh, that's funny. I didn't know you were Greek. I'm Greek as well. So I, I was a Lambda Chi in, in college and my roommate – was also my big brother in the fraternity. Thank you, John. Was a, was also Lambda Chi as well. And we were both really into kind of bourbon. It was something, you know, our early years in college, we kind of started delving into the bourbon world and, and discovering new bourbons and new whiskeys. And it was something that just kind of intrigued me as a young man. And uh, I, f- I found a way to get into the industry, you know, as far as this side of the retail industry of, of the bourbon world. And uh I'm not new to, to retail. I had many years experience as far as working in retail and retail management. And so it's just kind of seemed like a natural fit for me to get into this industry. So the opportunity presented itself and the rest is history. So what were you doing in retail before you came over to uh, Liquor Barn? So before Liquor Barn, I was a, I was an assistant store manager for Walmart. 
And uh, I'm very grateful for the years of service I put in there. I learned a lot from Walmart as far as that retailer in general. And so I've applied a lot of the same things I learned there to what I do now in, in the liquor world as far as a passion for customer service and driving in stock inside our stores so people can come in and get what they need. And on important major major events as far as like weekends, like this weekend, you know, Memorial Day weekend. So everyone's going to be stocking up for their big barbecue in their backyard or what have you. It's, it's very important for us to be able to deliver on a store level. Make sure so, the parties, right? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can come in and get what you need. And so, you know, I, I'm i lucky that I'm, I'm very blessed to have such a wonderful team of people that I work with at a store level. You know, Eric, Craig, Nick, Thomas, just to name a few, Imani. You know, I couldn't do what I do without the amazing team of people that I have surrounding me at our store level and our corporate level. We have a marketing team and a merchant team that is absolutely dedicated to striving to get the best prices out there and that our customers know about it and that we're in stock and that we have what people want so they can come in, get what they need, get out in a timely fashion and go back home and get to what's really important. And that's (laughs) Grilling out and having a barbecue and having Boozing. a couple of drinks this weekend, right? right? So, <laughs> so is Liquor Barn the biggest buyer of alcohol in the state, or if they're not, I would say they're probably one of them. Yeah, I, I, I would I would venture to say we're definitely one of the largest accounts in the state, and uh, I'm proud to say that. You I know, guess we didn't really talk about that, so I guess give a give a small history or snap food because you know a lot of our listeners, not everybody's in Kentucky, right? So kind of mm-hmm. talk about what is Liquor Barn, okay? So Liquor Barn, we were actually based out of our, our parent company is Liquor Stores North America, and we're actually based out of Canada. So the barns, we have 15 barns in the state of Kentucky. And so in, in, North, in Canada, we're known as Liquor Depot. That's our name up there. And then we actually have stores in Alaska, and we're known as Brown Jug up there. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, how about, how's that for spread? <laughs> Kentucky, yeah. Canada, Alaska. And we just got a couple of new stores in New Jersey as well. And we're also you know, Liquor, Liquor Depot or Wine and Beyond up there. And so it's a... Got a neat, interesting spread out there as far as the whole distance between the stores. But yeah, we have 15 barns down here in Kentucky. We're in the south. We have barns down here, liquor and barns. It kind of goes together. Kind of goes together. That's yeah, right. So hence liquor barn. So that's a, that's kind of the spread we have going on out here. And it's really, really neat because in my particular store, I have a really, really large store. We're, we're two stories. And so we get a lot of people who come in from out of town and just say, hey, you know, I'd like to get something that I can't get back home. And it's I love when people ask me that kind of stuff because we have such a huge selection. It's really, really easy to be able to show people different different items. Yeah, that they you have just, a lot of private barrel picks. too. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of private barrel picks, even our own private brand. You know, we have our, our flatboat bourbon, which you guys got the sample before we poured the pappy. We sure did. We'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. Oh, yeah. But, but it's a it's a good one. So it's smart to put it before the pappy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, no, no. To be fair, it's hard to compare a rye whiskey with a bourbon. Right. No, it's I, hard to say, but I see what you mean. So, <laughs> I mean, is it is it a pretty good comparison to say like Liquor Barn in Louisville is like, it's like the Walmart of of liquor stores, right? Because it's just huge, right? And that's well, what, we're I, big. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're big, but I, I, uh, the quality is better. I, I don't know. Just say, I'm not sure I would <laughs> use that. I'm not sure I would use that. <laughs> the target. Today. The target. Entire, because I'd like to think that we are, we're good neighbors in respect of, I like partnering with local businesses and I, I, I enjoy working with different folks. Um, so we use that. I'm not, so, and, and making money is important, but it's also good to have great, great relationships with your vendors, with your reps and be able to. That we can be all be successful together, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Not be so obsessed with chiseling something. Yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of looked at it as more or less the uh, just the sheer size of it. Yeah, right? yeah. Size oh, yeah. Of the, the sheer size of it because I mean, you have everything too. Like 
everything's available there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're very proud of the selection. Well, we, have, mostly. We, have, we have absolutely the largest bourbon selection in the state. There's no question about that. We have over 400 different bourbons, different whiskeys in general. We, uh, I'm very proud to say that too. We have a huge, huge selection. And uh, what most stores, if you come into my store, most stores have just a little snap snippet of, of what I would, what we would have in our store. You know, we have multiple aisles of bourbon in, in our store and most stores have like eight feet. So right. it's, it's really, really neat just to be able to come in and just be like, oh my gosh, it's like, it's like an adult candy store. It really is. <laughs> it really, I think really for a is. lot of people, right? So I guess that's, that's kind of a good, good segue to kind of talk about, you know, your job in general. So like, what's the day in the life of a spirits manager sure. at one of the, the, you'd say the largest retailer of bourbon in the state of Kentucky? Sure. Uh, you know, what you're, what you're going to do is for me, what's really important is driving in stock. What I mean by that is that we have what you want so that you can come in at any given time and I've got products in stock. So long as I can control it, you know, there's always going to be items like our pappies that are strictly on allotment that you can only get once a year. And I can't control that. But what I can control is stuff that is going to be available year round. It's important to be able to have enough of that on hand that we keep our shelves full for our customers. So a, a day in the life of me is I'm going to come into my store and I'm going to walk my store and make sure that we're all set up and ready for business and that we, you know, our store's looking crisp, clean, full, organized, and that we're ready to go. I'll, I'll have some of my reps come in. We'll make purchase orders together and just plan for the rest of the week so that when the weekend comes, we're ready for ready for business. Right. You know what I mean, so I guess that that's another good question when we start thinking about that is how do you start planning for for what you need? in the upcoming weeks, months, whatever it is, because I mean, bourbon takes time to age. It takes time to uh, bottle time to all that sort of stuff. Right. So you're going to, you're going to look at your, your past business history. You know, what's, what's my sales record for this particular item? How much do I think I'll need going forward? You know, at this particular weekend's Memorial day weekend and, uh, that kind of stuff. So you're just going to look at your past business trends and see, you know, based on what I did last year, Memorial Day weekend, how much do I think I'm going to need this year? I mean, you make those kind of business calls. You're always going to use the raw data to be able to determine what you're going to need, want to do. I mean, you're going to use gut instincts every now and then, but you can't as far as, you know, always, always emphasize the raw data mm-hmm. when you can. So you do something that's also pretty unique, right? Because you told us before that um, when you came into, uh, by the way, for people that don't know you, so you work at the Springhurst location, which is That's uh, out of the 15 locations, it's probably the largest, if not the largest location. Right? I would say you know, our Hamburg location might might edge us out, but if they don't, then we would absolutely be the largest location. Okay, great. So it's 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 you do a lot of business through there. And when you came in, you said you needed to shake things up a little bit, right? You, you had to do something a little bit different, kind of give the listeners and maybe even some people that are uh, that talk to because I know because um, you are the person that everybody wants to be best friends with now, right? <laughs> right, absolutely. And and I know everybody out there, they are talking to liquor store owners every single day. They're trying to get their ins and all that sort of stuff. So what did you do that's so unique uh, that you kind of like trying to, trying to shake it up or try to gain more interest into your store? So one of the things as a customer that frustrated me in general with the liquor industry was a lack of transparency, when I would go to different releases or whatever, I knew that there was always going to be someone who had an in at a store or that their buddy was going to be hooking them up or that we're only going to pass out as many tickets as we have bottles. So we have 30 bottles, we pass out 30 tickets, and then 200 people show up. So 170 people are just out of luck. So the, the idiots like Kenny that get there 24 hours yeah. before they get a bottle, but yeah, not just right. the general thing. That's, that's right. I don't see the problem. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. That's right. So one of the things that I wanted to do, and I, and I was one of those people at, at a release, you know, I'll, 
back in January, I was at a release with my current store and it, it went less than great. And uh, I called to complain as a customer. And thank you, Brian, for taking my complaint, <laughs> my manager. Uh, and we spoke on the phone for about 15 or 20 minutes and really great guy. And I thought about it all day long. I thought, you know, I would I would love to be able to be a part of that team and be able to find a way to help them make these releases smoother. And so I called him back that afternoon and told him, you know, I think I can help you and I'd love to be a part of this team. And he invited me to come in and sit down and talk and the rest is history. And it's really been a dream come true for me. I, I love working in this industry. I, I love my employer. They're wonderful people to work for. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do was I wanted to provide a little bit more culture of not only transparency, but also equal opportunity for everybody. So yeah, what, what was the about the event that pissed you off or well, made, you, <laughs> made you want to make it? And what we, changes did you make? So with that, in that particular event, there was just some a little bit of communication breakdown between what our email said was was going to happen and what actually transpired at the store. And Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. I, remember <laughs> I remember vividly. So. Uh, Kenny, Kenny will always have that date written down. Um, <laughs> I've got a tattoo to so, my lower back. No. So, so no, but they, there was a ticket limit on the amount of tickets that got handed out. And, and so one of the things that I do anytime we've done a raffle is there's no ticket limit as far as if you show up between most of the time our raffle started at like 10, 15 a.m., so if you came in between the hours of 9 a.m. and 10 a.m., you got a ticket. So it didn't matter how many people showed up between 9 and 10 a.m., you were getting a ticket. And then at 10, 15 a.m., we'd gather everybody around and I'll pull tickets until the bottles are gone. But that way, everyone who gets to show up at the allotted time will get a ticket. And then everyone has an equal opportunity to win a bottle. And for me, you know, Kenny's fuming right now. <laughs> I know, I know, Kenny, and, and I know there's going to be some of those OG He's campers. Like, That's socialists. That's right. There's, there's going to be some of those OG campers like Kenny who uh, camp out for two and three weeks at a time when it comes to happy season. Uh, but for me, as a consumer, back when I was in, involved, and sorry, back when I was a customer, that that really annoyed me. I, I did camp out, but I hated it. Um, I, I didn't enjoy it. I would I like the raffle system as far as, hey, it's only going to take up maybe 30 minutes of your day. Come out. We'll do the raffle. You win. Yay. You don't. Maybe next time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that way it's transparent and everybody has an equal opportunity. So folks who have kids or what have you who can't afford to camp out for 24 hours because they can't just leave their, their children <laughs> at home. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so they can they can come out and, and participate in that. And it's fair. And so that's that's what I liked about it. And that was one of the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure that we were very clear in our communication with our customers with those releases. And it, it, was, it was very, very fair and inclusive. And I think we've done a good job of executing that. And it's not just me. You know, like I said earlier, I'm very, very blessed to have such a wonderful team of people that I work with that there's no way it's it's never just one person. You know, it's, it's an honor to be here. And I, I love being interviewed. But don't believe for a second that it's just me. You know oh, what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a wonderful team that I'm a part of. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon. The farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> uh, a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. 
From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And you can get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com bourbon. So when you when you were going through this, I mean, I guess was it you that kind of like said like, okay, we need to move to a raffle system for everybody, or it, did Liquor Barn and corporate kind of feel like that's that's the most fair way to do it, right? Because we've we've discussed this at length before on the show because it's it's very hard to say is it fair. Like, do you give it to your best customers? Do you start a a, a card that accrues points and you got to be like the people that are at Specs down in Dallas and you have to have the amount of points to be able to get something and even that system's flawed and you've got to, then you have the people that hook you up. Then you've got the raffle system, right? So it's hard to say, is there what a is system? the best way? Yeah. I mean, so there's, there's a couple of things that go into determining, are we going to do a raffle for this item? All right. And we've tried a couple of different release methods since I've come on board. You know, we, we've done raffle most recently. We just did a raffle last weekend, you know, so raffles are good in the respect that it gives everybody an opportunity. Cause there's about three different types of people who show up for a release. You've got, your bourbon enthusiasts, such as the people who are sitting at the table who like to get rare bottles like that Pappy Rye, and then they take them home and they open them, mm-hmm. which is I love hearing because that's what I do. I, I like to drink my bourbon. Then you've got flippers, which I'm not interested in them in whatsoever because I don't flip my bourbon and I frown very heavily on flipping bourbon in general. It ruins it for everybody else. That's pretty much all I can say about flipping. Mm-hmm. And then you've got people who are new to the game. So, you know, I, I don't know much about this product, but I've heard that that Pappy's, but I, I've heard that <laughs> Pappy's really good. I've never had it. I don't know much about it, but I would love to try some of it. And so raffles are great ways to let your OGs, people like Kenny, <laughs> can't be able to still have a shot at getting their bourbon, but still including maybe people who are new to this, new to this whole movement and be able to include them in at least having a shot at being able to get a bottle. So some bourbons like a Pappy, obviously I anticipate that will probably be a raffle item this fall. You know, that's the only kind of bourbon that we'll do a raffle on. Something, you know, we'll get other bourbons in. Like we had Rock Hill Farms in um, last week or the week before. I just sat that out on the counter. We sent an email blast out to our customers. We had a one bottle limit. Boom. You know what I'm saying? And that worked perfectly for us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so just you don't have to do a raffle every single time. But it's good to be transparent with your customers. So, you know, at least we got our product in. We sent the email blast out. Let people know, hey, we've got it. There's a one bottle limit, so we don't have to do, you don't have to worry about one or two people coming in and buying seven, eight bottles a piece and just blowing it out for everybody. Because that was one of the other things I wanted to do was ensure that we took care of as many people as we possibly could. You know, I I wish I could just contact Sazerac and say, hey, I want a thousand bottles of Pappy this fall. You know, yeah. but it, it just doesn't it just doesn't work that way. You me, know what I mean? so, me too. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm saying so. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. So you have to make the most of what you're allotted, you know? And so I feel like that's the fairest way to do it, which is really important to me. 
it might be the fairs, but also take like it used to be a game for us, you know. Oh yeah. We'd watch the calendar, we'd be like, All right, let's drive to the store, see if they got it. You know, yeah. Tuesday, the Southern Wine Spirits truck's gonna be there. Oh yeah. Let's Tuesdays see. and Fridays. But, Tuesdays so and Fridays, hard, nine a.m. You know, for people like us that are used to, you know, doing that and being fun now, it's kind of taking that completely away from mm-hmm. us. But I understand why they do it. And I, I will neither confirm nor deny the Tuesdays <laughs> and Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, no, that's, I, that's I OG understand. coming out right there. That's OG coming out. <laughs> that's in us. Right. No, I, I understand that. You know, and I understand it, that you know. No, and then the interesting thing about this is, no matter what you do in this particular instance, because bourbon's gotten so big, you're going to step on someone. Oh yeah, toes. nobody's going to. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. So I mean, people are really excited. They can come out now, and everybody can come out for the raffles. But then you've got people who are like, you know, I remember back in my day, I could just walk <laughs> in the store and there'd be ten bottles of Pappy Fifteen sitting on the counter, and I could just buy as many as I wanted. And, you know, those days are gone. Oh you know yeah, I'm saying? for so, I mean, sure. I think we, I think we understand that. You know, those kind of days are gone. So you've got to be able to make the most of what you got. And so I feel like you know, as long as we have great pricing on our products and we're releasing them in a very transparent way that's fair and inclusive, then you're making the most of what you can do. Yeah. And, and I think the raffle does that for everyone. Oh, the yeah. thing that most people don't like is like the, your friend works there and he had you on or so, yes. you know, the, yes. the transparency I Absolutely. think is what everyone wants. Absolutely. No, I think, and I would agree with that because that's what, that's what I wanted when I was outside the industries. I wanted more of that transparency and it was really frustrating for me. And, uh, cause I'll never forget, Last fall, before I was in this industry, I was going through looking for Kentucky Owl when it was came out last fall. And I walked into a liquor store and was like, hey, do you guys, you know, it was like my fifth or sixth store that day. Hey, do you guys have any Kentucky Owl? And this lady was helping me and she looked over and she asked the guy behind the counter and he was like, hang on. And he looked, he looked over behind the counter and he had to look at me and he goes, no. <laughs> I was like, I mean, Has he so, bought here lately? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, this guy doesn't know me. So he, I'm not his buddy. So he's not going to hook me up. So I, I like, I like, like I said, I don't mean to sound like a broken record. I like the transparency aspect of it. So that way everybody has a shot. And I just think that's, you know, the fairest way to do it. But you also do something pretty interesting yourself, right? And, and we know that uh, we're not going to go and break the first rule of Fight Club, but there's also another Facebook group called Louisville Bourbon Hounds. And there's a lot of people that are on there. And you do something that's pretty unique in regards to there by uh, being even more transparent, right? Mm-hmm. By being able to get people to come to the store and help drive up interest. Kind of talk about that. And if you think that's, A, been a good method so far, uh, and B, if there's other people that could kind of copy your method in their own local groups. So, you know, I, I, I was, I was a member of Louisville Bourbon Hounds, but while I was a consumer before I got in the industry and they're a really great group of folks, there's a lot of people who are really, really passionate about the industry and love trading and sharing and everything. And that's something that I'm really passionate about because I think you'll agree when you get a really, really great product, one of the things that you want to do is share it with your friends. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like, you know, like I said, just like this Pappy Rye. I love sharing with folks. I'm the same way. And there's a lot of really people like that on, on hounds. And so, no, it's been a great group. Um, I do, I update them every time we send updates out to the general public and it's been great. It's driven a lot of interest in, in the store and that's been wonderful. I, uh, I've, I've met hundreds of the guys on there and they're really, really great folks. It's, it's an evolving thing. You know, we're just now really kind of tapping in as a, as a company into the social media aspect of networking in, in the industry they just put me in charge of our Twitter page. Oh, man. There yeah. you go. One more thing at, to take care of. Right? At LB Springhurst. So, but yeah, that's just one more thing. We're just kind of delving into the social media aspect of it. That's been fun. Uh, it's been a great thing. Um, could other folks do it? Sure. I, uh, you know, I know Owen 
put stuff up on their stews and his store it's just, it's a community board which is fine you know what i'm saying it's a but it's been great it's been a great way to drive interest as well as communicate and drive that transparency online with fellow enthusiasts right so you think that's that's really helped drive more interest to the store because i think your your goal at the end of the day is to is to help increase the sales of your store maybe even versus uh you know not trying to say take down the other stores right mm-hmm. but it's it's also you know you have to drive awareness to your store and do you think you're doing something that the other stores around the city could take um candor off of and say like we should be doing that same exact thing sure you know i, I think it's been it helps think- not <laughs> well, I think it's been great to drive business to the store. I, I do. I do think that's helped drive business to the store. The The number one reason I did it in the first place, though, was to I knew that the store when I got there had a lot of opportunity. And I knew that a lot of customers had maybe lost faith in, in our store. And so the real reason I did it in the first place was to get people to please come back in, you know, meet me. Let me show you the store. Let me show you how we're making improvements. And in that respect, it's been great. It's been really, really great as far as driving people to come back to our store and just walk through the door. And that's been great. And so, yes, it has helped drive business, but it's also helped, you know, I'm not just somebody at your liquor store. You know, now I'm I'm going to see Ray. And so then that's been really, really great. And so, sure, other businesses could, if they wanted to, they could try something like that. You know, as far as tapping into social media, I don't think ever, I don't think tapping into social media is ever a bad idea. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think... It's just been a great thing. But my original intent on it was just trying to, hey, you know, I've been on Hounds for a while. I'll make the Hounds part of my expansion into the industry. So it was really cool. And I, I'm, I'm glad that corporate has allowed me to do that. It's been it's been really, really awesome. They're really open-minded as far as trying new things. And that's been great. So I've really, really enjoyed that aspect of it. So another cool thing about your store, and for anybody that's actually traveling to Kentucky for do the Bourbon Trail, you also have one of the cheapest tasting bars in the city, right? So oh, yeah. kind of talk about that a little bit too, because that's what a lot of people come here and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to go to restaurants. I'm going to I'm going to go to Silver Dollar, and they've got a huge bourbon menu." But then you look at the menu prices and you're like, "Oh shit!" Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't want to pay for this, yeah. or you oh, just yeah. pay fifty dollars on a Patreon, <laughs> or do that. <laughs> but but go ahead and kind of talk about like what your store does in regards to like their tasting bar. So the tasting bar is something that is very near and dear to me. I, uh, one of the things that I love about it and the whole entire philosophy that I have around the tasting bar is I love or rather I hate when you go and you buy a bottle of bourbon. Let's say you spend $100 plus on it and you take it home and then you pop it and you're heartbroken. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that, that has happened wah, to me. Wah. Yeah, I'm saying that, that has happened to me before. And so it's really, really nice to be able to go over to our tasting cabinet and try a bourbon for three, four dollars and be like, wow, this is great. I love it. And I'm definitely feel great about buying this bottle now or man, this this wasn't for me. You know, and so thank goodness I didn't buy that bottle. I just saved ninety seven dollars. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's been really great. Another another reason I, I love the tasting bar is I always save those big whales from every release. And, you know, like we just recently released E.H. Taylor Season Wood, and there wasn't a lot of that to go around. You know, I saved one for the tasting cabinet. And mm-hmm. so and I think we had it for four ninety nine a pour. So and I'm very proud to offer it at that price. You know, I know a lot of people around town are paying 30, 40, 50 dollars a pour for that, which I think is ridiculous. I mean, I'm, I'm not in this business to price gouge. I'm proud to say that I never will. That's just the way I do business. I'll never price gouge my customers. We don't do that. And. Like I said, I'm I'm very, very proud to say that. And so that tasting bar will always be that way. So long as I have the ability to control that, we will always have 
very, very low, very, very reasonable prices at that tasting bar because that's the whole entire point. And so that people can come in, try new products. Hey, I love it. I'd love to buy the bottle. Or, hey, man, I, I missed that bottle at that release and I didn't even get to taste it. At least you can come over and taste it and you don't have to worry about me chewing a hole through your pocket in right. order to do that. You know what I mean? Is there any so, seasoned wood left? <laughs> um, they killed that in less than 24 I'm hours. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so, but $5 I, an ounce, I'm pretty yeah. sure it would go pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah. It's probably going in a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's Absolutely. what all I need you to do is you got to start serving some uh, like restaurant food there and then I can start expensing it, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Like, yeah, I got a client here with me you today. Know, We're going to liquor, liquor barn. barn. <laughs> I, I've, got a, I've got a basket of bourbon seasoned salted chocolate Twinkies right there up at the tasting cabinet. That's almost like restaurant quality food there, sir. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Good. So we're, we're reaching towards the end of the 30 minute mark. You know, um, this is, this has been a pleasure to kind of get an insight, not only to you, but uh, as your store and learning more about it. But uh, before we, we kind of sign off, let's talk about uh, liquor barns signature bourbon called Flatboat. So kind of talk about that because I've walked in all the liquor barns here and I've always seen it, but I've actually never picked it up before. Could kind of give us the backstory behind it. Sure. Sure. We, uh, we partnered with the 1792, and we designed that bourbon from the ground up. I, I hope you guys enjoyed your pour of it. So we got the taste. Very good. Yeah, it, it's a solid bourbon. Uh, it's usually, it's it's over eight, usually average around eight and a half years old. And uh, it's got a great price point on it. It's a great daily drinker. It's real, real smooth, real sweet, very easy to drink. But it's exclusively sold through our stores. So it's it's our baby. And we just recently released the uh, Flatboat Bourbon Cream as well. And it's also really, really tasty. Yeah, that was like a milkshake. It was yeah, awesome. it's really good. I think it kind of reminds me of like a turtle sundae. It's, <laughs> uh, it just came out last week. And uh, it's been very, very popular. They're two great items. I'm, I'm proud of the of the brands that we carry in our store that are store brands. That's just one I just wanted to bring so you guys could you guys could enjoy it. But so I'm what's what's the story behind the name Flatboat? Do you know that? Or is as it, far as the actual name Flatboat, I'm not sure. As far as that story goes, it's like a um, like a like yeah, a it's Huck probably Lewis and Clark yeah. and then yeah, yeah. type so, of deal. Something like that. Ohio. That yeah, makes absolutely. sense now. I was like <laughs> I was like probably not like Huck Finn, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. there you go. There you go. <laughs> But no, it's a great product. I uh, I enjoyed it. I was actually surprised when I tried it the first time. It averages around $24, $25 a bottle. And, you know, eight-and-a-half-year-old bourbon, that's a great price point on it. And so I, the first time I tried it, I was actually really impressed at how good it was. You know, I, every now and then, you know, when you're going out to join some friends on the weekend or what have you, it's a, it's nice to be able to bring a bottle along, but you can't always bring the Pappy Van Winkle 13-year-old ride with you. <laughs> right. Or else that would get no really expensive real quick. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And I don't have that many friends I like to share with. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. That's right. So if you can buy a bourbon that's still great and uh, won't break the bank, that's a that's a really, really great candidate for that. Yeah. And that's, I also like the bourbon cream, too, because I, I just remember reading on all kinds of forums that people had a really hard time even finding the Buffalo Trace bourbon cream. So is that, I mean, I guess, so if this is from 1792, which is also owned by Sazerac, it's Sazerac. Also, is Buffalo Trace. So there's got to be some pieces. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. The, 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 the dots are starting to connect for me right I'm now. Saying, and, I, and it would be fun to side by side that with the, the Buffalo Trace cream. I haven't done that yet, but this one's got some chocolate infusion to it, whereas the Buffalo Trace cream to me has more of like a vanilla. Oh, yeah, you're right. So it's a, you know, you could side by side. I mean, that'd be fun to do. They're both tasty. Uh, they're both great products. And buy both bottles at Liquor Barn. You can. And you can buy both <laughs> bottles at Liquor Barn, there you specifically go. my store. There you go. If you're going to do it, make sure you do it at the Spring Host location. <laughs> that is at. That's our town center location right over there by Tinseltown Movie Theater. There you so. go. What's the address for anybody that's coming from out of town wanting to look at the. Uh, 
Our location's at 4301 Town Center Drive, Louisville, Kentucky, 40241. There you go. So now anybody that's coming here, make sure you add that in your Google Maps as just a, a place to and stop. it on your bourbon trail map. That's right. And if you're on your way into town, make sure you ask for me. My name's Ray. And if you'd like to get updates for what we have in our store before you head our way, that's LB Springhurst on Twitter. That's at LB Springhurst. So I'll always update us anytime we get any good picks in the store. That's something I love doing. You can ask the hounds about it. They'll tell you. So there you go. So thank you guys so much for having me today. Uh, It's been a pleasure. I really, really appreciate it. No, this was great. Like I said, great insight into you. Great insight in the store. Understanding, uh, you know, why I can't camp out anymore. But it's okay. I understand the times are changing. Uh, As long as I can get one or two bottles a year, then I guess guess I'll be okay. I'll I'll, I'll survive. And like I said, we haven't gone exclusively to raffles. There'll there'll still be a few first come, first serve. So don't throw your tent out yet. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Because I always thought I need to invest in a camper or like an RV or something like that. You're almost to that point, I feel like. <laughs> because one of, one of the other things I like doing is I just like keeping everything fresh. So we may throw in a couple first-come, first-served releases mixed in with the raffles. Just, it, keeps, it keeps things interesting. You know what I mean? I agree. I got to keep you on your toes, man. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine with that as long as I get the first heads action. up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Burton Pursuit. Also, if you like the show, please, please, please support us on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Burton Pursuit. Because if you support us, we're also going to send you some cool stuff in return. Yeah, and thanks again for coming on. I mean, liquor stores have been a frustration of everyone, I think, you know, with the demand of bourbon. And I think it's good to give people an idea of what really is going on and how it's you know, it's a stress on you all too. So, Absolutely. you know, you're trying to do what's best for the consumer and I appreciate that you're all doing that. And thank you so much. I appreciate your all support. I really do. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, guys, if you, if you have any show suggestions or feedback comments for the show, please let us know and, uh, we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.